What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Billy F. Gates, with This Is Your Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we here with the guys. We got Paul, the truth. We got Big Jose over here down in the corner. What's up? Salute, salute. And then we also got the man, the myth, the mother effing legend, the two-time champion, Purple Cobras, Ryan Mulvaney. How, how's everybody doing, man? How's everybody doing? Start with the two-time, man. Start with the two-time, man. Yeah, two-time this year. I'll start it off. So it was a good week. Um, well, let's get ready for a championship games coming up Sunday. Excited. Break them down. Uh, how you guys doing? Great, man. Great. Good football last week, uh, especially that uh, that that Niner Cowboy game was pretty good to watch. And, uh, you know, like you said, Ryan, ready for this, uh, this coming Sunday's games. What's up, Jose? How how you doing? Excellent, excellent. You know, went to the Niner game, couldn't complain. Came out with a dub. You know, watched some good football over the weekend. Other than that, getting ready for this weekend coming up. Nice, nice. All right, man. So on today's show, man, you know we got the uh, divisional round recap. Uh, we got the championship round. You know, the uh, fourth four teams that are left um you know we also got our our predictions on the games you know we're also doing a little bit of DraftKings update here we also got some fantasy talk tonight man we're gonna be doing some early sleepers uh for next season and also you know what we got the uh the draft order picks man we got 19 through 28 tonight so man let's get right to this man um before we get to that 49ers Cowboys game. We had a uh, we had a, a, a crazy one. I, do you guys even want to talk about Giants Eagles? I don't. But uh, we had a crazy one <laughs> against the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Man, that score ended twenty seven to ten in favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, hey, you guys want to know something too? I went four for four in my picks last week. Just, just saying. But yeah, man. Uh, so unfortunately, I couldn't catch it because I was, you know, with my partner Jose. We was out there in uh, Santa Clara, living it up, enjoying some beautiful football, man. Um, so I'm gonna leave this one up to Ryan and Paul real quick. And I know Ryan was watching this, so let me get your thoughts on that game, sir. Yeah. Um, so I did. I watched this game pretty closely, and to me, um. It was pretty much a replay of Week 17. Like, if Week 17 had played out, this what we saw in this game last week was pretty much how I thought Week 17 was going to play out. The Bengals came out firing. They got the first play, got the first drive of the game, came out, scored immediately. Um, really looked effortless, you know, straight to DeMar Chase. Uh, Bank, Bills came back second drive. You know, they really couldn't get much going. It was I don't think it was three and out, but they did hold, they got them to, to punt the ball. And then came back again and scored immediately. It's just the the Bengals, man. Like they, like Paul and I were talking about this last week on the recap. They were the team that I think I slept on the most, which is kind of crazy because we drafted so many players off of that team. But I super slept on that team in the late, the later half of the or the latter half of the regular season. They're hot right now, and uh, yeah, it's. I mean, we'll get into predictions later in the show, but man, the Bengals look good. Shout out to my Bengals, man. That's my AFC team, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, so yeah. uh, the, the other thing too, man. Um, so with that Bengals Bills, I think from what I did catch or whatever, they had no they had no ground game really going, did they? No, they didn't have no. Uh, the Bills had no ground game going in or ending that game. Look, Josh Allen ended that game with eight rushing attempts. That was that was your leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills. So that tells you everything right there. So Devin that ain't nothing new though. Yeah, well, Devin Singletary, six carries for 25 yards, and James Cook, five for 13. So we all know the Bills are all uh, all about the passing. If they don't get if they don't get nothing established in the running game, it's it's all one sided. But that's okay because the the Bills can win games off of just throwing the ball because of how how great Josh Allen is. Josh Allen's one of those quarterbacks that you could just he could throw the ball 50 times and you guys you can still get the win. But but just looking at the numbers. Uh, for the game, Josh Allen, 25 for 42, 264 yards, zero touchdowns. Like, like, come on, man. Yeah, that's you're not going to get anything done. If you're shutting Josh Allen down, you're shutting that team down, basically, on offense. That's it. There's no run game. There's no nothing else. I mean, he, I mean, what was it? Um, Diggs. You saw Diggs getting – everybody saw Diggs getting frustrated on the sideline. Couldn't throw him the ball. He was They bottled him up. It was just – it was a complete masterpiece for the Cincinnati Bengals on what they did to the uh, the Buffalo Bills. And it was crazy snowing. Like, man. Yeah, yeah. that team, that Bills team, they're in desperate need of a secondary playmaker outside of Diggs. Uh, Diggs and Allen, that's it. I mean, that's it. They need a run game, man. Got to think about that. They need a run game back. That was one of the one things that I called out, too, was the lack of the run game. We've seen that. Um, throughout the playoffs, that's like pretty much the theme. That the teams that don't have a really good run game were bounced out. Tampa Bay, you got uh, who who was the other one? The um, Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. So just the lack thereof, and that's what happens, man. Hey, could you imagine Josh Allen with a with a run game and a play action? Can you imagine? Nasty. Yo, it, it's crazy. Everybody's – you can see it in the game. Nobody's fooled on the run, man. No, you know how the linebackers all going? When when they when he has the play action, they just, ah, we'll get him with our front four or front five. It's whatever. There's nothing there, man. Man, it's all right, though. You know, Bills will be back next season. They'll be just as good. But hopefully, you know, they do They do come away with a, a, a run game, man, because they're, they're in desperate need. But, yeah. But, you know, Bengals looking uh, hot at the right time. You know, they got KC coming up this week, and we'll definitely get to talking about that game. And But, yeah, so, I mean, I guess we could talk about, you know, the Giants and their, you know, that, I think that was the worst team in the playoffs. They got lucky against Minnesota. But the ending score to that game, 38-7. to Philadelphia just came in and steamrolled them. There was no chance. I don't even think I watched the game, to be honest. Um well, I wasn't, I wasn't really digging that one. But uh, Jose, were you able to catch that game? Uh, before the uh, halftime, because it was pretty much a blowout by then. But yeah, uh, Eagles controlled the rock. I mean, Daniel Jones and offense really couldn't do much against the Eagles. Uh, I don't think anybody expected them really to do much, anyways. But. Receiver was 51 yards with Richie James Jr. And obviously, you know, St. Juan had 61 yards rushing. So, I mean, their offense was pretty much in a blunder. Uh, they were down, what was the score? 
twenty zero and a half. I mean, uh, it's, it's extremely hard to come down, you know, by, you know, 28 points. We've seen it happen already once, you know, first week of the Jacksonville Jaguars came back, but that's, it's, it's rare. I mean, but 28 points, and they only scored seven in the third after that, and 38-7. So, I mean, not much to say on the game. You know, Eagles pretty much locked them down. But, like I said, that was one of the worst, you know, teams in the playoffs that was left. Looking at the roster, they have no playmakers whatsoever. Say besides Saquon. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like playmakers, I mean, he's not going to put the whole squad in his back to run 500 yards, but I mean, Richard James Jr. and Matt Breida, I mean, I know that only because they're on YouTube and the Niners, but other than that, <laughs> nobody. Marcus Johnson, Lawrence Kager, I mean, <laughs> Darius Slade Jr. with one catch of four yards, the Hodgins. One catch of three yards. That's it. So, uh, what do you expect, man? Daniel Jones only threw for 135 yards, and he had one INT, and he got sacked five times. So, so yeah. with those yeah, stats. Yeah, yeah. 20, 27 attempts for 130 yards. I mean, like, I don't know what the hell they were doing. I mean, they obviously didn't prep right or something. Obviously, I mean, that's the third time they played the Eagles. So, I mean, that doesn't help either. I mean, sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. I mean, they should be able to find a little, you know, the matchups. They should find at least better matchups going into the third time around. But in this game, it looks like uh, I think in, their, uh, in the previous game, I think Jalen Hurts threw a lot more. And I think the Eagles just prepared a lot more. And they focused on the run a lot more this game than compared to anything else. So, yeah. And feel it. Over two, almost what, 260 to 70 yards rushing. I mean, they just. Kevin on the rock on they couldn't stop it. Yeah, uh, Gainwell. I don't. I mean, it wasn't even Miles Sanders that was the lead back. Uh, yeah, who? Uh, Kenneth Gainwell. No, I'm talking about who's the other guy you said. I don't worry about that. Guy, <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell had. Uh, I mean, he only ran the ball 12 times for 112 yards in the TD. Then he had uh, Sanders uh, 17 carries for, uh, you know, 90 yards, and then Jalen Hurst chips in for nine carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. And in Boston, Scott chipped in for six carries, 32 yards, and a touchdown. So they just ran all over these guys, man. That's, I mean, I think they changed their whole game plan up. I think Giants came into this game thinking, oh, they're going to pass against us because they've been, uh, they've been pretty good against uh, throwing the ball against us a couple times, and they just changed it all up and ran it down their throat. I mean, that was also great coaching. You know, 28-0, there's no need to pass no more, you know. <laughs> Don't 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 let them back in the game. Just rush the damn ball. Yep. You know, and that's what they did. I mean, so Ken Gamewell had twelve carries. He had nine yards per carry. And how many times do you see that too? Where like we're up so we're we're up by like twenty eight points and we're yeah, throwing the football. I mean, we see that a lot, right? I mean, we're, we scratch our heads at, at some teams. We're like, well, why are we throwing the football when we're up twenty eight to nothing? Like Jose said, great game plan by the coach and wait way to finish it off. Yeah, no, uh, uh, Ryan, how did you feel about the game? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch that one too much, but I was trying to, by the time I flipped to it, they were already down, what was it, like 28 or something? <laughs> didn't miss much, huh? <laughs> I was just like, wow, they're, they're done. Um, I'll admit that I was a little bit heartbroken. I've been riding the Giants for the last, I don't know, four or five weeks, and, uh, you know, they, they look pretty good, but 
they got totally exposed by the Eagles, man. Like, Eagles just showed who's boss. And, yeah, Giants, I mean, they're kind of a feel-good story, but I don't know. Now we're back to doubting Danny Jones, and whether he's the right, the, the future or not. Yeah, no, I said it right here. I said the Giants had no chance. There was no chance in hell. But yeah, <laughs> Paul, what about yeah. you? Uh, oh yeah, you know, one-sided, man. One-sided. I mean, I think I fell asleep at halftime and I woke up and still wasn't shocked. So, um, but the first half, total domination. MVP quarterback, you know, Jalen Hurts. You know, what I mean, he's playing MVP caliber football, man, and he still is, uh, even in the playoffs, which is a good sign for the team. Um, I didn't know how you know he would uh he would play in playoff football because this is his first time. Uh, I mean, he looks like he's playing the part, and then he's doing all the right things. And as long as he stays healthy, man, I see him uh, continuing to show up and play good football. And is that who you're going for? We'll get to it. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. The Eagles, that's, that was just the warm-up game, man. That's what it felt like, especially going into the uh, divisional cha- or the conference championship game, man. I, I felt like it would have been a lot better – a lot better game if that was the Cowboys Eagles rather than the Giants uh being in there. Um so Minnesota really messed all that up, unfortunately. But yeah, man, I guess we could get to this next game, which I did catch, which was Casey versus the Jaguars, which ended up as a score of twenty seven to uh twenty, um, with the Chiefs moving on. Um I mean, I guess I'll kick this off, man. I feel like the Jags uh, played a really good game. Um, I felt like what – I mean, again, turnovers is, is very costly, especially in the playoffs and things like that. But um, they had a uh, they had a Kyle Williams moment, man, and which really killed it for them, which was uh, Agnew fumbling what late in the fourth quarter and I think that was that was the one that really cost cost them especially what they were at the five ten yard line or something like that and just to cough it up there when you could have scored and you know you we got we could have went to overtime it would have been a lot of different things that could have happened but again if um ifs don't really help you win or ifs don't win games but I felt like it was a really, really good game, man. Jags really did their thing, and I feel like next season they're going to be a, a top contender, and they're going to, you know, be a they could potentially be a powerhouse in the AFC. Um, but you know, Patrick Mahomes did his thing. Uh, well, is that his real yards? Is that that what he ended up with? One hundred ninety-five <clears throat> passing. Yeah, he left. Remember, he left the game. That's right. He did. He did get injured. That was nasty. I wonder how that's going to affect this week. Um, But no, even when Chad, even when he went down, Chad Henney came in and he scored a touchdown. Chad Chad Henney was balling for a little bit, man. He came in there and it's like they didn't even miss a beat. Yeah, no. I mean, how old is Chad Henney? Didn't that guy been in the league for a long time? For a long time. (laughs) Chad Henney? Jeez. Yeah, here are the backups, man, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, Paul, what, what were your thoughts on that game? Well, uh, first of all, it was a great game, man. I mean, uh, it played out, uh, played out a lot better than I think a lot of people thought. I think a lot of people coming into this game, Kansas City's going to blow them right out the water right from the get-go, kind of like how we thought it was going to – everybody thought it was going to be like the Eagles and Giants game for this one. Not the case, man. It was, it was a very interesting game to watch. Uh, 
I thought it was going to swing when Patrick Mahomes got hurt. I was like, yeah, there's no way. I mean, the way, you know, um, Jacksonville's defense was playing, they're playing pretty good. Um, even when Pat Mahomes came back in, you know, he, he didn't have, he wasn't as mobile as still. And I thought the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to take advantage of that. But, I mean, they didn't sack him at all. So, hats off to that offensive line for, for rallying up and uh, being able to protect him and be, letting him be uh, being able to make those throws because he still had some good throws. And I know the adrenaline was running the whole time, you know, with that type of injury. It was a high ankle injury. You know, those those are those are no fun, man. I, I know I've had one of those. I don't know about you guys, but those those suck. So, but also, I mean, that running game also kept him in that game. Uh, Jose's guy, uh, uh, Isaiah uh, Pacheco. Uh, I mean, the guy ran for what twelve times for ninety-five yards. I mean, that guy, that guy's. Turn, I mean, I know Ryan talked about him and, uh, earlier in the season and during during fantasy. You know, he's a great running back, and it's he's showing it in the playoffs. I mean, it's looking like you know even toward, into fantasy next year, where are we going to draft this guy? Because he's got to be talked about, right? Oh yeah, no, for sure, he's definitely in the conversation. That's his job for the show. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, Ryan's going to have him on the board there somewhere real early. Um, but yeah, he, that guy has all the tools. He can run the ball between the tackles. He can catch the ball. So he's going to be one of those guys that, to look out for, but yeah, man, it was a great game. Kansas city, uh, hey, Travis Kelsey, man. What about him, man? Travis Kelsey, what 14 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. This guy getting younger and younger every year or something. I can't, nobody has an answer for this guy, man. I don't see this guy slowing down at all, but hats off to the Jacksonville Jaguars for making it this far. I kind of knew KC. A lot of people knew KC was going to end up taking this one. But it was a great game, man. Yeah. Ryan, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, Paul kind of touched on on one of them. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, you know. I felt like when, when Mahomes went down and they switched to Henny, um, Henny filled in. But if Pacheco was the one that kind of gave him that first, he broke off a couple big runs, got the uh, – I don't think he got the touchdown, did he? No, I don't. Yeah, but, he didn't get no, no touchdown, but he almost had it. Like I know he got a couple big runs. So I know when we talk about the next week's game, to me, you know, Pacheco's going to be the, the X factor. You know, they, if they can get the run game going, like like they did here against the uh, the Jags, I think it'll be a big piece. But yeah, I mean, um, it was a hell of a game. Like it, I thought, you know, KC was going to run away with it, but then after that injury kind of made it a little bit more interesting and it was a pretty much a dog fight all the way through. Yeah, what about you, Jose? Uh, we all saw it, you know, change when uh, Mahomes got injured. For extending his plays with his feet. And he, he couldn't do it obviously that game after he got injured. You know, he came back in and he could have cost the team, you know, the you know, the win for sure, easily. Hey, look at the stats. Other than uh, Kelsey, I think only one other receiver was Kadarius Tony had five catches for 30 yards. Juju had two for 29, and that was it. Other than that, one, 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 six yards, eight yards, four yards. Six to no plays get to the receivers. I mean, that's why one reason why Kelsey had a big day. And <laughs> so when he plays the bank, what? My bad. Yeah, he has 17 targets, man. Why he, when he plays the Bengals, it's going to be tough. I mean, if he can't high ankle sprain, man, that's no joke. 
if he can't be mobile, I mean, that's a lot of his, you know, his touch. That's what he's known for, extending plays, little sidearm throws, you know, and everything else he does. I mean, yeah, he has a rocket arm, but he only do so much on the bad foot. And like I said, he got lucky with Agnew fumbling that ball because it was a close game. The Jazz kept it close. I mean, it could have been a blowout if Mahomes was healthy, but, I mean, you know, the whole game swung after that. I mean, like I said, shout out to the Jags for the. I mean, they could have they could have won the game to be honest with you. I mean, they, they were pretty close. They hung in there all to the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, like I said, it was that Agnew fumble, man, that really cost them. Yeah, that was the big one. But uh, I mean, and, and the, if you look at it just the numbers wise, they beat them in every category: running, passing, and just you know turnovers, man. That, that's what's gonna cost anybody any team any game any day. You know, T-Law threw an interception late, in, right after the Agnew. But, I mean, by that time, like, there was only a few seconds left on the clock. I mean, but T-Law did do his thing, I guess. You know, 24 for 39, 217, man. Um, did throw a touchdown. Got sacked a couple times. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a real, that was a real nail-biter, man. And I know that uh, Adam, who was on the pod last week, was really hurt, man. He was in the, he was in the chat, man. He was... I know he was crying. <laughs> hey man, it, it's just it was a good feeling for all those uh, Jags fans just to get there, man. That was they played a hell they had a hell of a year and they you know well deserving. That team's on the rise for sure. Yeah, no, they really are. All right, man. Well, the next game, man, is uh the beautiful. I thought that was it. I thought the, that was the, it. the beautiful game that happened. Hey, where, where's the ant tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he called out with a broken heart, man. I feel it, man. San Francisco versus Dallas. This uh rival rivalry renewed, and I'm putting that in quotes because this Cowboys team ain't it. Nineteen twelve was the end score in favor of the 49ers, man. And it was a good one. It was a real good one, man. Um we me and Jose were there at Levi's uh stadium for it. Uh, it was fun to watch. It was fun to be there. We were surrounded by Dallas fans um, in our section, and man, just a just a trash talk, man. Going back and forth with them, it was it was a lot of fun. You could hear us talking mad, you know, going crazy. And then next thing you know, Dallas makes a play and they start saying stuff. I the uh, dude next to me, he was like, uh, he's like, well, it was I was talking uh, I was talking smack about. Um, Maher, and I was like wide left, wide left, and then he kicked him. Maher made a field goal, and he was like, "Yeah, shut these mother effers up." And I'm like, "Oh man!" I was like, I started laughing, I started dying. He starts laughing. It was just, <laughs> it was just fun, man. It was just fun to be at the. There was not, there was no fights. I didn't see any fights, at least. But um, yeah, no, I felt like there was a lot of Dallas fans who showed up for this game, um, but this one was. All defense, man, on both sides of the ball. And it really came down to those turnovers, man. You got Dak throwing an early pick in the first quarter. Um, Yeah, he threw one in, I want to say, the second or something like that. But, again, it was just just those early – it was just those turnovers that really helped the 49ers. Um, and that long, that long drive, I want to say, in the third – where they took off like eight minutes on the clock, finally got a touchdown, and yeah, man, um, I had fun there. 
I, I don't know about you, Jose. What were your thoughts on the game? Uh, man, I can't cuss, but, you know. <laughs> Turn a new leaf over here. Yeah, it's what I expected, man, to be honest with you. Uh, like you said, all defense, man, is all it really was. And, you know, shout out to the Cowboys defense. You know, they locked down pretty much everything we had, all the screenplays we had in store, Debo, CMC. Uh, running game was shot down. Uh, you know, Kill didn't come alive to the second half. But uh, momentum changed pretty much, you know. When Dak did the first interception, you know, I think five, minutes, five, six minutes into the game. And I think, you know, the pressure got on him after that. Uh, he paid this guy so much money. And he already lit a league in interceptions. And who knows what, you know, he probably had to hear the whispers, not only in his head, but in the crowd. I mean, it, to throw a second pick before half, I mean, that's amazing. Not only for us to, you know, to, to stop them and get a field goal, but that was momentum swing. Going to halftime, score was nine to six. I mean, I was just in, not only shocked, but just surprised how close the game was, even going to the fourth quarter. You know, we scored late in the third, but in the fourth, you know, Cowboys still had a chance. And, you know, good old coach Kyle Shanahan ran that ball down her throat. I think 12, 13 runs straight, you know. And like I said, kill that clock with eight minutes. He probably could have killed the whole clock if he got you know got that darn first down. But you know, turnovers once again kills you, and that's what the uh, Cowboys did. I don't say Cowboys was it one gentleman in particular. That's about it. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much boiled down to. What Paul and I had talked about in the pregame was uh, whatever quarterback, you know, turned the ball over more, you know, or whichever one did not turn the ball over, I guess the way I should put it, was going to give their team a chance to win the game. And that, and that was Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy came through, um, wasn't like the, you know, the most, the best game ever or anything, but he just did his job. Came in, didn't turn the ball over. And uh, just, you know, with a big, you know, a big defensive matchup like that, at least he didn't give any opportunities away to Dallas. And on the flip side, you know, uh, Dak Prescott did a couple couple interceptions. Um, you know, didn't, they didn't really capitalize on it too much in the way of touchdowns or anything, but at least, you know, they're able to control the game, get some field goals. And um, that's pretty much, you know, that's what we called in, in the pregame, and that's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Paul? Uh, for me, I mean, this game goes to the offense and defensive lines uh, for this game, man. It's that's what that's what this whole game was about. Who had the better offensive line? Who had the better defensive line? And uh, I know those guys don't get a lot of credit, and it always goes to the guys handling the football. But that's where it was. That's where the game was won, uh, protecting the quarterback and getting after the quarterback. Um, I felt like the Niners' defense was able to get after the quarterback a little bit more and make Dak Prescott throw the ball, you know, where he didn't want to throw the football. And uh, also there was another turn where when uh, Tony Pollard got hurt, because I know I know he wasn't really doing anything, but, you know, that guy's like any little play, you know, he's like lightning. You know, he, he can take one play and just take it to the house. So that's also um, something the Cowboys didn't have. But, you know, when you got Zeke back there, Zeke's not going to bust 80 yards on you guys. So, I mean. Not anymore. 
Yeah, not anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when I saw Tony Pollard go out the game, I felt like they lost a little bit. Um, but the game was still close. I mean, I know Zeke was still grinding those, you know, those those cheap first downs, the third and ones or something. But, yo, the defense, man, uh, defense for the Niners, man, it's just they're, they're scary good and defense travels. So they're going to take that defense to Philly and it, it's going to be hard. They're going to make it hard on uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm hoping so. And I, I, I do want to apologize. I was really trying to get somewhere where there was good reception, man. And I was trying to get, you know, get the feel and the atmosphere there. But unfortunately, I could, I couldn't get it done. But so, going forward, man, when I'm out there, we're gonna do something. And I'm gonna make sure that it's working, so we get those, those good streams and get those live reports from out there in the field. And unfortunately, a lot of those cowboy fans. Wasn't wasn't really messing with me. I, like I said, I don't know if you guys seen one of them tossed up the C at me and everything. Like he was a, like the gang banging over here on the uh, on the football teams now, and I just started laughing. I'm like, well, all right, what's up with this? this I I just laughed. It was it was funny to me, but but yeah, no, um, yeah, I think uh, the Tony Pollard going down and breaking his fibula. Uh, hopefully, you know, he 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 comes back from that 100. Um, percent and you're you got to rely on Zeke. You you paid this man. This guy got a fat check, and for Zeke to have ten attempts and only get twenty six yards and average two point six yards a carry, like not only not only did Dak, you know, get paid, Zeke got paid too, and both of those two are supposed to be leading this franchise to get Super Bowls, and for. For a lot of people to leave uh, Zeke out of this conversation about what happened with this game, I feel like, I feel like that's just that's just horrible. A lot of a lot of it needs to be put on Zeke as well, man. Because this whole season he hasn't done anything. It's been Tony Pollard. Yeah, Zeke gets in the end zone. Yeah, he scores, but he only scores from the goal line, kind of like a James Conner situation. And you know, you, you, these running backs, they get paid. They just, they need to produce. And I don't know what their plans are with Zeke, how that's going to go forward. Obviously, they're going to have some contract talks. He's probably going to have to take a pay cut if he's going to stay in Dallas. Um, and, you know, Tony Pollard, I, coming up, he's a free agent. So we'll see what that, see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, no, CD Lamb, man, he, he did all he could. Uh, 10 receptions, 117 yards, but it was just it was just Kyle Shanahan and them going into the locker room coming out second half and playing some great football. This has been a second half team. Um Brock, I felt like Brock Purdy handled himself really well, especially for being a rookie. And, you know, coming into this game, um, with all eyes on him pretty much and a lot of the talks is like well what can this kid do if this kid loses what happens and blah 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 um he still handled himself well man 19 completions 29 attempts 214 yards i mean he didn't throw a touchdown um but he still i feel like he played the better game he didn't have no interceptions um and i know last week on the pod i put up a a, a twitter Twitter, uh, a tweet, sorry, a tweet from Skip Bayless that said Dak is going to outplay Brock. And I'm looking at the stats and that Dak did not outplay Brock at all. Um, but yeah, there should have actually been three interceptions 
on that game, but uh, Dre Greenlaw ran a little too fast and dropped it. So there would have been three interceptions on that game. Um, but, you know, that's how it goes. My my guy, Freddie Warner, caught that caught that tip drill pass. So that was beautiful. That was the second interception. Um, hey, there's no uh, autograph on that jersey there? Unf- uh, yeah, you know what? Let's talk about that real quick. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. Woo! Man. My bad. Nope. There will be no signatures. Damien. Damien, he's in the chat. D-Man Davis, hey, little man in bed, late, late, but here. He said, "Damn, you still in that game?" Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, we just got to here. We just got here, and we're about to talk about this trade about this, uh, about the uh, the little bet. So the, the bet was this, man. It's the best bet I've ever done, man. The loser of the game has to give up their get the the jersey that they wore that day to the other person, and the other person gets to sign it. So if the Cowboys would have beat the 49ers, this jersey right here would have Damien's John Hancock and with whatever he wanted to say. But, you know, signing day's coming up, Damien, and I'm going to get this video. It's going to be out there for everybody to see, and I get to sign his. But he he just bought a, a Diggs jersey, I, th- I think it was. So... You should let him borrow, let, her, let you borrow it and sign it on the pod, man, so we can see live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to make sure that, you know, that has the uh, the score that it says faithful to the bay, and yeah, man. <laughs> I know he's shaking his head right now, man. Oh yeah, he he will get mine Saturday night or anytime Sunday. So there you go, there you guys have it. Signing day is this weekend. I'm signing that jersey, and I'm I, hopefully you know next year I'm gonna do the same bet. I like that bet. You know, this is a, it's a, see the brand new Dick's jersey. Yeah, brand new? Brand new, Ooh. brand new. This was, this is brand new for, to this season. I just got this one this, this season. Uh, my son got a matching one and I would have never been able to wear it again. Cause he, <laughs> 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 but yeah, man, um, that's it for the divisional round, man. Um, coming up championship round. Four games, the four matchups we got. 49ers at Eagles, 12 p.m. And then we got the Bengals at the Chiefs, 3.30 p.m., man. Um, which one you guys want to start with, man? Which one you guys want to kick it off? Uh, Paul, you, you kick this off. You, you, pick, you choose the game. Well, we just talked about the Niners. Let's just keep it rolling with the Niners. You know what I mean? Let's we might as well just keep it on there. Um I think I'm more excited for this game than the other game because uh, I don't know what to expect, really. You know, we know uh, we've seen the other game three times. We've already know what happened three <laughs> times. So this game, hey, like, like I, I think I remember telling uh, Ryan in, in the post game, uh, I don't know what to expect with the Niners defense against a running quarterback like Jalen Hurts. That's the only question I have. I want to see what they can do with a quarterback like that. And Jalen Hurts is not some little quarterback, man. He He – he can run the ball and he can move. He can move uh, some defenders. Um, yeah, he's he, he's a, he can run the ball. He, and I think a lot of people think his him throwing the ball is he's underrated. Not to me, man. This guy can he can throw the ball in certain places where it's just like, wow, how did he make that throw? I know there's a couple throws where he threw it to AJ Brown, and I I was amazed. Like the tight windows this guy fits it in. Um, the Eagles defense is still like I, I feel like they have a top defense as well. Um, my thing is, can the Eagles defense 
you know, do enough to stop the, the 49ers uh, offense because, you know, Brock Purdy's got those guys playing well. And can um, <clears throat> and can the Niners defense stop Jalen Hurts? You know, so so it's going to be good back and forth. I'm, I'm excited about this game, man. I, I don't know what to expect. And uh, we're not going to know until until they kick it off, man. Yeah, no, I feel like uh, people are already going to start riding off the the 49ers because of what the Eagles did to the Giants. I've already I've already seen it. Some people's been saying it, you know, like you see what Philly did to the Giants that they stopped them and did this and that. I'm like, man, this this is the two different teams. The, the no, I exactly exactly. exactly. I I've seen it on a text message. And I'm like, you're tripping. Yeah. And it's just like, come on. You know, but Brian, what what do you think, sir? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go a little bit on the betting side first because I've been watching the, the betting action on this this game in particular since the Niners won. Um, I I called it out in the post game pod last week, right after the Niners won, that the early betting lines actually had the Niners um, with a one point advantage over Philly. That line has since moved to. <clears throat> favor of the Eagles two and a half. Um, I don't know. Like I get a feeling there's like this, there's a lot of betting action right now. And the, it seems like the casinos are trying to get the betting action to go more towards Philadelphia side. That's what I think personally. It, um, <clears throat> I think there's a lot of action actually going on the Niners for to, to win. And, and they're trying to get people to kind of go back the other way. Anyways, the whole point is I personally, I think this game is about as even as you can have possible it is a dead heat um when it comes to offensive and defensive efficiencies between these two teams they're like probably the top two teams in the nfl um all things considered so um i don't know we're not i don't think we're doing predictions yet right so not like, yet. <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna do my prediction but damn this game is gonna be close dude um the, the only other thing i'll say before i pass it on to you guys the over under on this game is 46 points I personally, I think this is easily going to go on. You think it's going over? I think it's going under, man. Over, I think man. it's going under just because, uh, uh, well, because of the Niners stout defense, but Philadelphia's defense really stepped it up a notch after week 10 in the, in the regular season. They got, they picked up in Dominican Sue and they picked up another guy on the line, which helped them sure up the run defense for that back half of the season. Um, it's going to be a slut. I actually expect it to be very similar to Cowboys Niners from last week. I agree with that. Well, Jose, what are your thoughts, man? Especially being a 49er fan. <laughs> are you scared? Not losing this game, man. The Rams last year? I'm not like no set there. I'm telling you this right here, right now. The RPOs, they ain't gonna work. Gonna hurts. He's gonna be hurt, all right? I'm gonna tell you that. Tell you that. They gonna get to that man. And it's gonna be a bad day for him. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a blowout. Niners gonna win by three scores. Easy. Ooh. I'll, I'll take that bet. <laughs> by three scores easily. You want? I mean. I'll, I'll bet you on the game, not the score, obviously, but we're going to win. Just straight up. Oh, you don't give him points? Ugh. <laughs> Look at this. 
<laughs> I, I, Jose doesn't like to bet me. But, uh, Niners defense is just too tough. Over the course of the game, obviously you've seen the stat. Well, throughout the season, when teams were what was it, fourteen or zero and fourteen or zero and fifteen, whatever this wild stat was. Oh, yeah, 16. I don't know what the, what the stat was, but after playing us, they'll, they'll break you down. The physical is most physical team in the league. So, Philly got a long day ahead of them. Something. Yeah, no, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like this 49ers team, especially after playing the Cowboys and how tough of a grind that was, I feel like that's just going to carry over into Philly. And I feel like with that Philly game against the Giants, I felt like that was more too easy. I think they're going to be more lax. I feel like the, I just feel like the Niners are are the better team. And um, obviously, we don't have the number one offense that goes to Philadelphia, but we do have a top ten offense. Philadelphia don't have the number one defense. Forty ers do, and you know usually, you know how it goes. The better defense wins. And obviously, we have an offense that can score. And from what I've seen with Philadelphia this year, they looked unbeatable for a while until they didn't. And um, I just know that this game plan and the scheme that Kyle Shanahan's going to come up with this week is going to be top-notch. We've been here um, for the past, what, six years? We've been in this, like, what, four or five times now? And, you know, we're ready for this. This 49ers team is ready for this. It's built for this. They know what to do. They know how to win games. It, does, it doesn't need to be pretty. I mean, Jose, yeah, said three scores or whatever. But, obviously, I think it's going to be on the under. Um, the 49ers just on all levels. And even on this defense, right, we have a good defensive line. We have some of the top linebackers in this league. Fred Warner is playing some crazy football right now. Not only that, this secondary has stepped up so much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Diamador Lenore, who is technically our worst cornerback, is playing at a high level. He, um, yeah, he got he you know he got beat last week by uh, by Ceedee Lamb. But still, he still got he, you know he still got his interception. You still got Traverius Ward. You still got you know a couple All Pros on this defense in um, in Little Palomalu. You know what I'm saying? In in Hufunga, obviously our Freddie Warner, and yeah, no, I just feel like this defense is really gonna show out. I, I feel like they're gonna be able to actually stop this Philly team and this Philly offense, yeah, they got to, uh, you got to remember this, this Philly's um, run game is now going through Kenneth Gainwell. Miles Sanders is no longer a part of this top notch run. Uh, yeah. He had a thousand yard season, but what happened towards the back end, man, he ha- he's been irrelevant. Uh, and I just feel like Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. He, he, you know, he breaks off runs, but I don't think he's going to be able to do that against this 49ers defense. I feel like we're going to have a really good game, though. This is going to be, a, you know, a really close game again, like just like the Cowboy game. But I feel like that Cowboy game really helped help push us to that next level, help Brock get even more confidence 
than he you know than he's had. So twelve game win streak, thirteen or yeah, twelve, right? Twelve game win streak now. It it continues. Uh, one, one thing I want to see that I hope carries over from the Cowboys game over to this game against Philadelphia is hopefully uh Kyle Shanahan is opens up that playbook a little bit more. I felt they were pretty tight in that first half. And then coming out after in the second half, they kind of let it rip a little bit and were able to get some chunk plays, which once again, Paul and I talked about in the, in, in the halftime breakdown. Um, I don't know. I just thought there was a, like a stark difference between that first half and the second half and just the kind of play calling and the type of actions they ran. Hopefully, I'm hoping, you know, just for sake of making the game interesting, come in and, and run a lot of that stuff in the beginning. Yeah, no, I agree. And obviously, obviously, it's going to depend on who turns this ball over more, too. It's going to be one of those ones. Uh, the team, just like the Cowboys, the team that can limit the turnovers or just be in the plus on the turnovers is going to win this game. So uh, are you guys ready to... Um, first, let's before we pick actually pick a winner, who's going to be the player of the game, man? Let's start with you, Ryan. Who do you think the player of the game is going to be? Yeah, I've been thinking about this. Um, man, I, I'm hoping – I I know CMC and Elijah Mitchell have been on the injury report all weekend, one with Debo Samuel. Um, none, I don't think any of them actually practice, practice this week at all. <laughs> um, but I know I'm like 9,900% sure CMC is going to play. And I think if this team is going to be successful, it's going to be CMC. Okay. Paul. It's got to be Jalen Hurts, man. The guy got him there for, you know, he, he does it all. He runs the football, passes the football, hands the Gatorade to, the, you know, his teammates. You know, he's, he's pumping everybody up, man. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, my, my, my sleeper for next year, man. He's going to be the, he's going to be the MVP. He's going to be the MVP of this game. Okay. Jose. Debo. Right, team problems. He's going to give it to him. It's going to be a long day for Philly. I'm telling you, smash mouth football, man. That's what we do. We're going to break them down, offense and defense. You hear me, Paul? Bet me. So, man, I got either one, 50 or 100. Ooh, we got live bets. I love live bets on this pod, man. And for me, man, you know what? I know that everybody's went offense on this, but I feel like this is going to come down to defense, man. And it's going to be this guy right here. The guy that's been balling out of control. Fred Warner is going to control this game on defense. And I feel like he's going to have himself a game. You know, Fred Warner is, is the, I think, is going to be the X Factor player of the game, man. He leads that defense so well. So it's going to be a fun one. And I guess we can just pick our winner now. You already know, man. You already know. Give us, give us the score. Give us the score with it. I feel like it's going to be like 24 to 17 in favor of the 49ers. Brock Purdy's going to have himself a day. I feel like last week, you know, he's still getting 200, uh, 200 yards, over 200 yards on that Dallas defense. I feel like he's going to be able to just th 300 yards, man. A couple TDs. What's up, Paul? 27-21. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> we clipping them wings, boy. <laughs> What's up, Ryan? What's up, Ryan? Yeah, uh, this one's gonna be tight. Twenty-one twenty Niners. 
Damn. I like it. Jose, three scores. What is it? Say that again. We couldn't hear you. You're a little bit muffed. Niners all day. 13 to 30. 13 to 30. Okay. All right, man. So we got uh, in the in the chat from Damien, he says 49ers 27, Philadelphia 13. That's a true Dallas fan. I like it. I like it. And he's also said that he wishes his signature was going to happen on that five. He says he got five. My bad. Yeah. That's a four. <laughs> hey, we got that same bet going. We got the the regular season game. So, Damien, you already know. And I'm probably going to have a new one. So, it's going to be the New Jersey that I'll be putting up. You know what I'm saying? Probably a CMC, huh? Uh, nah, I got to get the uh, uh, Hufunga. I'm also thinking about getting me a Ricky Waters, man. I don't know, but I don't know if any of these uh, any of these new fans know even know who that guy is. Ricky Waters on, on the pod, my boy. Shout out. <laughs> I actually seen something about him on TikTok, but um, before so when I was looking to get the uh, Warner jersey, I seen that on the site that they had the Ricky Waters, and I was like, ooh, that's way too clean. And it was the '94 edition too. Um, so I was like, I might have to grab that. So it's either Hufunga or or Waters. One of them two I'm getting next year. But yeah, man. So uh let's get to the Pengals and the Chiefs. Mr. Burrow, who's the owner of this of this KC team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's three and oh against Mahomes. Mahomes is banged up. He got this little high ankle sprain. Hey, I salute that man for even coming back and wanting to play. Um that's just, you know, toughness, man. Did what he had to do. Got a couple, you know, steroid shots, whatever. Probably popped a couple perkies like Aaron Rodgers. Went back on that field and, you know, still got the dub. But um, this Bengals def- or this Bengals team, man, you know, playoffs. This playoff Bengals team. Like how I talked about the Chiefs and the Chiefs defense show- showing up. This whole team shows up in the playoffs, bro. Uh, Bengals, for some reason, like, man, last they did it last season. Look at they. Got hot right right when they needed to beat KC in the in this you know championship game and went on to the uh, Super Bowl. Lost to the Rams, but still, I I feel like they're they're headed back, or they could possibly be headed back. Um, yeah, you know what I picked on the last pod, but we'll get to that in in, in a little bit. Uh, I just feel like um, Burrow is going to ball out, man. I feel like he's three fifty, man. He's probably gonna toss that rock. Three times in the end zone. I think uh, Mixon's gonna, you know, do a little something, something on the on the ground. And I feel like this, I feel like this Chiefs team just can't do it against uh, against the Bengals right right now, right now, especially with a banged up Mahomes. But we'll see, man. That game's three thirty. I feel like this is gonna be a good one. Um, I feel like it's gonna be a high scoring uh, affair too. And and yeah, but what's up? I'm gonna start with you, Jose. Oh, we got Trey in the chat. Salute, oh, Trey. What's up? Hey, was that last place, Trey? Oh, last, pl- oh, last place, oh, Trey, in the house? Oh, 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 oh. oh. Hey, shout out to Jose for buying his shirt. Me and Jose did a little shopping, and uh, Jose picked out a nice shirt for him for the corner. Ain't that right, Jose? Top, you know, he can show off his guns. <laughs> You got a nice picture on there with some words in the front. 
<laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> oh man, Jose did some. I, I gave him some, uh, you know, some rough drafts and some little little things to you know, look at it. And my boy, my boy Jose, just like, yeah, this is the one right here. <laughs> man. About this, a good sixty bucks on it. You know, I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't have. You know, I, you know, I cash out all the money and put a little extra stuff on it. You know, I, it's an investment. You know, <laughs> so I might have to uh, go live on the uh, TIYF Instagram page. You know, when we do that, that's gonna be a nice little event. Yeah. What's up, though, Trey? What's up, man? Yeah, but the uh, Bengals man, it's unfortunate. You know, Mahomes is injured. Like I said, he's he's not gonna be mobile and. I think the uh, good old Burrow's going to come out slinging. I mean, they, they did it against the Bills, and I think they're going to do it against KC. They just, I mean, they're going to abandon the run game and just come out hot. I, mean, I don't think they know KC can catch up with them after that. Uh, I don't even know what the score was going to be, but like I said, Burrow has his number. and Or the Bengals have their number. It's just a mismatch, I guess. You know, we want to talk about it as far as, you know, mismatches, you know, defense and offense. But yeah, Burrow's got his number. Bengals got the number in general. Yeah, it's another dub for them. What's up, Ryan? Yeah, um, it's you know it's gonna be another close one. I feel like it, you know the sexy pick is to go and pick the Bengals. I mean, I I, I kind of lean that way too. Um, I think it's gonna be a close game. It's it's gonna be gonna be tight. Uh, Mahomes banged up, obviously, but I still think he comes out, finds a way. Um, but I'm really I'm putting a lot of my faith in Andy Reid, just finding a way to to scheme up against Bengals and, and get some offensive action going. Um, without giving my prediction, I think the player of the game for the Chiefs is going to be Kadarius Tony. I think if they're going to get anything going, they're going to have to get something going with Tony. Okay, all right. What about you, Paul? So all this, what I'm hearing, <clears throat> Joe Burrow three and zero against Mahomes. You're telling me Pat Mahomes. Is going to lose four straight games <laughs> to the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> that, that sounds crazy, right? Talk about it, man. Well, call me cuckoo because it's going to be four straight, <laughs> all right? I'll tell you right now that the Bengals got that number locked, my boy. The Bengals got that locked up, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're drinking in Cincinnati. I don't know what kind of water that is, the Kool-Aid, whatever it is. Give me some of that because I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Look. Joe Burrows is on fire. We talk about it all the time, man. Cincinnati Bengals, they're hot at the right time, man. The defense is playing great. The offense is playing great. You know what? I don't see nothing wrong with it, man. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. The old saying. So they just got to play their game, man. Cincinnati just got to go in there, play their game, do their thing. And, uh, man, if there's going to be MVP, it's going to be two, man. It's going to be Burrow and Chase together. They're going to be a, they're gonna be a match, and you're just going to see them throwing the ball uh, one to another. Maybe three touchdowns out of for both of them. <laughs> Damien, Damien in the chat said they calling it Burrowhead. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. And Trey said, and we know Mahomes owns the Niners. Man, throwing shots. Yeah, know, But so for me, I got Bengals winning this, man. I know last week I said it was going to be 49ers versus the the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but I'm changing it up right now. Bengals are just too too hot. They uh, yeah. Again, they just they know what to do and they know how to get things done against this Chiefs team, man. Three and zero, man, for a reason. They they demolished them last year. I mean, this Joe Burrow's legit, man. 
He's doing what he has to do, and they got Jamar Chase. I mean, those two together are stupid raw, but I feel like, again, a high-scoring affair. I feel like it's probably going to be 35-28 to 28 for the Bengals, and they advance to the Super Bowl, man. What's up, uh, Ryan? What about you? Yeah, um, Trey's got some good comments, man. I can't remember the last Chiefs loss either, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on what I, what I gave. Um, I think Andy Reid finds a way. Mahomes has just enough in the tank to get over the hump. Um, give me. Let's, I'm gonna say 31-27 Chiefs. Ooh, there we go. We got one for the Chiefs. What's up, Paul? Hey, yeah, you know what? You are right, man. Trey does be saying some smart things. Yeah, when was the last time they lost to the Chiefs or to the Bengals? Yeah, that's that's what it is. They, they lost to the Bengals. It's the last time they lost. The Chiefs lost, man. Come on, we just talked about it. They're, my boy's three and zero against him, man. Give me thirty-seven, thirty. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Woo hoo hoo! Oh say, talk to me. Thirty-four Bengals. Thirty-four, twenty-four to Bengals. These guys around you make you like even smarter. <laughs> That's funny. Now he, he's the, he's the smartest one on this podcast. That's why he's a two time champ right now, man. Yeah, man. He's not on. He's not last place. He's not. On, he's not last place you know, on the streets. <laughs> Isaiah Pistachio. I, I do like that last name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I guess for the player of the game, man, um, I feel like it's gonna be Jamar Chase. He's going. Three touchdowns, man. That's what I said, man. Maybe hook up three times. Three touchdowns. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. <laughs> What's up, Jose? Your player of the game. Chase, for sure, easily. I mean, we're, I mean, most of us are predicting a high-scoring game, so that's his, that's his favorite weapon, has been since college. So, yeah, it's going to be Chase more likely. I don't know, I don't know about three touchdowns, but I'll do like two for like 180 yards. Okay. Ryan. For a player of the game? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Isaiah Pistachio. Pistachio. He's going north of hundred yards. <laughs> 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 Pistachio. All right, what's up, Paul? Oh uh, uh, man. I'm I'm just like you and Jose, man. I I I said, Burrow to, to Chase, man. It's going to be unstoppable. I might even see a four-touchdown game, man. Let's see it. Okay. Four touchdowns? All right. I like it. Yeah, man, Trey, we already did talk about him. We got Damian saying that Kelsey's going to be player of the game. I guess, I mean, you know, potential there. But, again, you got you got a limp in Mahomes. If he takes another bad shot, man, I don't know. Can Chad Henney get it done? That That is a thing. Uh, team, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it's definitely uh, a, t- a different team. He says, mm-hmm. Trey said that we already talked about the Niners. Got people named Lanier Manure trying to stop AJ Brown. No chance. <laughs> Damn, why you got to get up a guy like that? <laughs> he said, Hugh Funga. Hey, what time is this? Is this guy at work right now? <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't. I've been training the game. I bet Trey in the game, but only took him six months to pay me 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Still got that layway. 
Uh, I know. So we, we got our winners, man. We got the player of the game, man. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on? I know that we uh, we did cover a lot pretty fast, man. Yeah, it was pretty quick, man. Talk about now. Nah, you know, let's get to this. Uh, let's get to this fantasy talk real quick, man. Before we get to DraftKings. Our early sleepers for next season, man. Uh, what's up? I'm gonna start with you, Paul. Hold on, hold on. Before Paul starts, you can't say the sleeper man on Hurts when dude's about to be MVP. That's not a sleeper, bro. <laughs> what, man? Hey, that's, hey, not, I, that's not a sleeper, bro. That's not a sleeper. I got him around. Sleeper guy. That's not a sleeper, bro. Well, okay, Stop what's it. a sleeper in round eight, right? I mean, that's a sleeper, nah. man. Nah, that's not a sleeper, bro. Come on. <laughs> Nah, man. Other guys that I want to talk about. Um, Calvin Ridley suspended all year last year, man. That's a big one for me. I think uh, he's gonna, you know, of course he's gonna slip a little bit. Nobody knows what he's what he's gonna do, but just adding Kelvin Ridley to that uh, that offense in Jacksonville, man. Look, they already got uh, what Christian Kurt out there. You got Zay Jones. You got uh, Etn, and then you got T Law, who we all think's a better quarterback from. Uh, from uh from last year so sky's the limit in there man that offense looks retooled it's it's gonna be scary good i think if you can get him at a good uh in a good round i think uh, he's gonna be a, a sleeper for you in the later rounds but i know there's guys that we we draft with anthony royster himself likes to reach a little bit so i mean i know in, in normal leagues i think you're gonna be able to get him at you know at, at a steel price but in our league you're gonna have to reach a little bit if you want him because I know there's a lot of guys that want him. I think he, I think he might actually keep him, man. He had him stashed all season. Uh, well, I'm just saying, you know, not not just technically our league because yeah, he kept them all year. I'm pretty sure he probably keep them because that's how that's what Royster does. Um, another one, uh, the running backs out there in Carolina. You know, you got Deontay Foreman and uh, uh, Ch- Chubba Hubbard. I mean, those guys did a pretty good job after CMC got traded. You know, my uh, foreman was on his – he only signed a one-year contract, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does, uh, uh, if he can get re-signed or get an extension on that. Because if he stays, I still think that's a great one-two punch and um, in, in both those running backs. But if he does decide to leave and, and you know, the money's not right, there's no other running back there. Hubbard's got the Hubbard's got the uh, got the backfield to himself. I know they're gonna probably bring somebody else in, but he played pretty good when he was healthy. So uh, I look for Hubbard to be a kind of a, a lower end uh, sleeper for next year in fantasy. Um, and because you know you know how hard it is to get running backs, and if you can get one that low and at, at a good in a good round, he probably be a real decent a real decent pickup. Um, last one I have, I don't know if, I don't know if George's gonna like this one. My boy Russell Danger Russ himself. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, I mean, I wrote him off myself, but I'm not looking at Russell Wilson as drafting him as my number one quarterback. Of course, like for me, I already got um, Jalen Hurts locked up in the eighth round. But if I can go later on in the rounds and maybe if he's there round 12, round, you know, you know, take a shot at him. You know, the only thing, I mean, he can only get better, I hope. I mean, and if he does have a solid season or, you know, he plays, you know, plays a lot, you know, up to his name and his standards, you know, as a, at least a top 12 quarterback, then, you know, you got something there and maybe something that uh, you can trade later, a piece you can trade, or, you know, he can be a solid uh, backup quarterback for you. Cause we all know 
every win count. Every you need every win in fantasy because it only takes one for you not to get into the playoffs. And I learned that the hard way this year. Yeah, I, I doubt that Russell Wilson does anything next season. Come on, man. It's mm-hmm. a sleeper pick. I feel it, but I, I still I, look at what he did. Look at what he did this season, man. Hey, come give my give my man a chance, man. Danger Russ. Man, he's done. He's done for. <laughs> he ain't coming back. He's a system QB, man. Maybe he needs one more year in the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he retires because he's gonna do poorly. <laughs> Maybe. Those are your sleepers, man. Yeah, the ones I got for right now. All right, all right. What's up, Ryan? I know you always got some good insights. I'm gonna yeah, say- I, got, I got a few. Um, so first on my list is Brian Robinson with the Washington Commanders. He had a good, good close of the season um, with Riverboat Run, was still being the head coach there. Uh, I could see them leaning on Brian Robinson a lot next year. Um, early consensus ranking has him at 78 in the draft, so, you know, perfect, like, mid-round at a running back, so I think he'll, I think he'll be good. Uh, Rashad White, my second one. So I, I've been talking about Rashad White all season, and I'll be honest, he, he didn't really look that great. That whole team was trash pretty much most of the season. Um, the reason why I have him on the list is because his early consensus ranking is around 133 right now, which is rarely at like round 10 or later. Um, and we and we're finding out that uh, Leonard Fournette probably going to be a cap casualty and not be back on the Bucks next season. So if that happens, we don't know if Tom Brady's coming back, but even if Tom Brady doesn't come back, I still like Rashad White as a deep sleeper. It's just somebody uh, running back, going into their second season with a chance to pick up a big work. Um, and then I also have Isaiah Pistachio on there or Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I kind of, so I'll be honest, he's, he's ranked at 85 right now in PFF's early rankings. Um, I kind of got off of Isaiah Pacheco really at the end of the season just because he didn't look that great. He wasn't, he was missing block, blocking assignments, and, you know, everything was leaning towards Derek McKinnon. But after seeing him this last week of the day, I kind of have a feeling that he's starting to finally, you know, get his footing within that KC offense. And I have no idea what they're going to do with Derek McKinnon for next season. So there's a chance, I think there's at least a decent chance there that. Pacheco comes out and takes that lead back role for good next season. So if that's the case, you're going to definitely want to draft that guy. Um, and then the last one, this will be a quick one that I didn't put on the list in the notes, but uh, and he's not really a sleeper because you're probably going to draft this guy super early, but uh, Cooper Cup, man. <laughs> I just I have this feeling that Cooper Cup is going to be drafted very late by a lot of fantasy managers next season. Probably, my guess would be somewhere in the back of the first, early second round. And I think it'll be a mistake. Um, main reason why is Sean McVay is coming back to coach another season. Matt Stafford's coming back. I know that team is trash, but I'm sure they'll find ways to bolster up that roster. And a note, just a quick statistic I want to note about Cooper Cup. Um, he was not the wide receiver one, obviously. That, that title goes to Justin Jefferson. But when we look at a points-per-game standpoint, he was the wide receiver one. Cooper Cup was. At nearly, I think it was just a hair under 20 points a game. So if you, if there's any chance, whether it's a receiver or a running back, in that first round, if you have a chance to get a guy that can average you 20 points a game, like a Cooper Cup or like a CMC or any of these other, you know, high-end guys, you, you got to take that shot. 
Yeah, man, that's 25 points a week. I like it. I like it, man. For me, man, I got I got a couple wide receivers, man, that I want to talk about. Alec Pierce, rookie from the Colts, man. Yeah, they got uh they got Pittman, but Alec Pierce really did his thing. He stepped up this season. I mean, this this in this Colts team was horrible. But this kid still had himself a decent season for being on a on a, a bucket team, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, let me uh, also well, hold on real quick. Me, while I'm, I'm just bringing this up real quick. So his stats keep. Why do I keep going to uh, passing? For him, actually, Alec Pierce had like 500 and something yards on the season. Um, but again, he was on, he was on a garbage team. So yeah, he had 577. He ended up with 577. I want to say uh, five five touchdowns, and. I feel like he has good value, especially in later rounds. Like you'll be able to get, I want to say you might be able to get him like 12, 13, somewhere around there. But it's, that's a value pick. Um, also, Drake London, I'm not sure what, like again, and these are two two teams that have, you know, QB questions. But Drake London, um, also a rookie. He's wide receiver one. Um, I feel like he's just going to get better. Uh, he had an unfortunate unfortunate situation with quarterback over there. He ended with 866 yards on the season and uh, four touchdowns. Um, depending on what quarterbacks come in and things like that, I feel like Drake London is going to be in the top 10. He's a top 10 wide receiver. Um, could go anywhere from 8, 9, or 10. And that's, you know, that's a value pick. And then for the last one, I got this QB who had himself an amazing season. Everybody wrote him off. He's been in the league, what, eight years, ten years or something like that? The last three, he was sitting behind Danger Russ. And look at what he did. Look at what Geno Smith did, man. It's a fluke. Nah. You, you could call it a fluke, but look at uh Go ahead, man. I hope he's your starter next year. Uh, this is a uh, these are these are just sleepers. This is a value pick too, man. <laughs> hey Jose, I hope he's a starter next year. Man. Hey, you could probably get your. I, I feel like Geno Smith is gonna go a little earlier than you know the normal, but he's still gonna be a late round addition. He, I feel like Geno can go around eight, nine, ten, but this is gonna be a good backup. He, you know, he what he had one of the highest completion ratings all season. He ended up with a sixty nine point eight. Um, his QB rating was 100.9. He threw for f- over 4,000 yards this season with 30 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. I mean, that he balled out this season. And depending on what happens in Seattle next year, if I feel like Gino earned himself another start, and I feel like that's what's going to happen. He's still going to be starting in, in Seattle. They'd be crazy to, you know, get rid of him now. They're probably going to draft a quarterback, but... I just see Gino being value, you know, around nine, ten, around there. So, if you happen to miss out on a quarterback in the early rounds, like a like the Mahomes, like the Allens that are going to go off in the first, I mean, Gino's going to be there, and he's going to get you those points, man. I mean, he's going to do his thing. Jose, you got any sleepers? Yeah. I know Brian said a few of them. Uh, for sure, it's going to be Brian Robinson. He's my he's going to be my keeper in the league. I got him on the uh, off the waivers. Uh, the last four or five weeks, 
they pretty much went with the uh, just one running back. They weren't going by committee no more. Obviously, Gibson was hurt, uh, but he seemed like he can carry the rock. You know, at least, you know most of the time he had predominantly eighteen to twenty-two carries most of the time on average. He didn't get a really great yardage, but the old line was kind of horrible still. But he still produced. I mean, he can get better numbers obviously next year. Uh, don't don't forget he got shot a couple times in his leg. Another uh, guy's guy. name Tyler. Don't you know Algier? Algier. Oh yeah, he uh, he took over. Yeah, he took over for the last couple of weeks, and he, he played pretty good. I think with one game, he had like 150 yards. That's a good pick. Uh, I think it was for them, I believe. Don't, you know, don't quote me on that one. But, yeah, he's going to take over for sure. Uh, Cordell Patterson, he can't be a running back forever. And he was obviously, you know, a return man and slash receiver. So, I think he's going to take over the job next year, so he can go pretty high in some rounds. Uh, I know it's probably sleepers, but I don't know if it's him has a big name yet. Uh, he was a thousand yard rusher this season. There you go. Uh, Damian Pierce, you know, they have a new coach in there. They, 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 and this year, and he's still, I mean, even, even they front load the, you know, the box on this guy, and he's still produced. And so they're looking for him next year. Sucks. I think Paul has him. He <laughs> sucks, man. God, I got robbed in a trade. If I, ever, if, I ever, if I ever find a guy that traded me Damian Pierce late in the season, man, if I ever see that guy, trust me, it's not going to end well for him. You <laughs> will see, you'll see me this Saturday. carries, <laughs> <laughs> man. That's a lot, especially on the running back. So I'm pretty sure he had, you know, a whole lot of that. Uh, other than that, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, you know, as far as running backs. Uh, receiver, I'm gonna shout out, you know, St. Brown. Uh, was he? I'm gonna Ross St. Brown on the, on the Lions. And he 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 produced, and the Lions team was no joke. I mean, those little offices kind of clicking throughout the whole season. And uh, what's what's that other rookie they got? Williams. Oh, uh, Jameson. Jameson Williams. Yeah, that's a good one. He was injured the whole season. I think yeah. it was like the last four weeks he came back from IR. Even one game, I think he had a 60-yard catch. I mean, uh, he would have been, you know, a top, top pick if he didn't blow out his leg, and he was still a first-round pick. So, I mean, the guy got skill for sure. Uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, those, those are all rookies. I mean, I want to shout, you know, uh, Herbert on the, on, the, uh, on the Bears. Montgomery's a free agent. But it's hard, man, because, you know, Fields takes up a lot of that offense. You know, it reminds me of Hurts and Sanders. You know, you get to the goal line, you don't know what's going to happen with them with the quarterback, you know, with the, who's mobile like that. And uh, uh, running back. I mean, if Tom Brady don't come back, man, that whole offense is going to be, you know, who knows? I mean, that office can crumble real quick. I mean, they, they look great under, you know, time numbers-wise in the past three years, but can be and gone and even, you know, getting older. I mean, who knows now? Who's the back? Hey, this guy was a third-round pick a couple of years back. I mean, he had, you know, horrible luck with the injuries and – just, you know, he was behind a couple starters that were pretty good. 
like Paul said, he, this dude, since he got the starter position when CMC got traded, that dude, hey, he blew up on the scene. He had at least a good six games or more with 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, he, can, he can show, he can, he can carry, carry the rock, you know, the team on his back. He ended with uh, 914 yards. <clears throat> he also did a good job when uh, Jarek Henry got hurt. He took over for that one, and that's why he got the job uh, to back up CMC. And then when CMC left, left then he then he blossomed again. I don't know why don't nobody take a shot and just let him take the lead on 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 the backfield. The guy, he's a big running back. I mean, you got to give this guy a shot somewhere. He's somebody's gonna take a shot on him. I think this year, if the if the Carolina Panthers don't resign him. That was week what seven or six after CMC got traded. So the guy had nine hundred yards in ten games down here. I mean, yeah, that's that's how good. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. You know, those are some good picks, man. We're definitely going to have a lot more content coming up throughout the the rest of the, the free, not the free agency, but the end of the season. So um, we'll have more, more sleepers. We'll talk about more of the, you know, I guess we'll have like a rookie show too. We can do a rookie show from, from last week or from last season. And then also we got our mock draft coming up, so this is gonna be fun. You know who didn't uh, get a thousand yards this uh, season was Zeke. You know who did? Tony. <laughs> hey. My committee man. Right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, Zeke is not coming back. I know they got a cap hit, and he's talking about he'll take less money to come back. Obviously, we've seen the guy for the past two years decline big time, and the dude had two yards, you know, per carry against the Niners. I mean, this guy's getting paid sixteen cents a million a season. He, he he's for show getting paid. I mean, as as a as a team, especially your management, Jerry Jones knows that you gotta make a statement, man. You can't be having that shit around here. So I think he's for show getting cut, and, and it sucks for Pollard to get. You know, he's a free agent, and now he, he just broke his fibula, and I don't think Jerry Jones will make the same mistake paying another you know running back who's now injured. Can't afford it. The season. He's not gonna start the season. Yeah, he play. He can't afford it. You're paying fifty, yeah, paying fifty million a deck, man. Where's all this money coming from? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I just don't think, and you know, I mean, I think Pollard would have came back on a team friendly deal, but him after he broke his his leg, I don't think, you know, Jerry Jones is gonna pay that man. So whoever's gonna, I mean, I don't know where they're gonna get, either draft one or they gonna make a big trade for one. I mean, who I don't know who's out there, obviously for a trade for his running yeah, backs, but yeah, they should pick up for it, man. I think the latest mark has him taken to John Robinson. One of the marks I saw. Damn. You know where Tony could go that would actually make sense? Buffalo. Tony Pollard? Mm-hmm. Damn, that'd be nice. That'd be a nice fit. Yeah, I know. That's like a glove right there. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but, um... Doesn't get franchised. Look for him to go to be a high commodity for sure. Oh, he's, he's getting franchised. He doesn't get franchised. Nah, I, mean, I can see the franchise. I can see the franchising for sure. And they, they don't got. A, they don't even got a quarterback, my boy. Trust me, they're gonna put all that money in that running back. <laughs> they gotta. They gotta put fans in the seats. I feel it. Um, excuse me, my bad, but uh. Damien did ask, did Ryan win his other league? Yeah, man. He's a, a double champ this year. He won in Fantasy Family. 
and in the TIYF league, man. He's he's the uh, the big boss around here. Can nobody mess with uh, Ryan Mulvaney <laughs> or the Purple Cobras? <laughs> that game that you won in uh, Fantasy County was that game completed? <laughs> yeah, what? Jose, he won, man. Cut it out, man. A win's a win. Yeah, it completed. It was completed. Was completed. Yep, it was canceled. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh man. Stop, man. Because if Chris starts watching this, then he's gonna be like, "See, Jose was right." Yeah. Wait a minute. Let's go to week 18. I told your car. <laughs> My car? Jeez. Whatever, man. <laughs> Sorry, you had a good run, though, Jose. It's always next year. He ain't beating me. He ain't beating me in the playoffs next year. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, man, you know how much work it took for him to get to the playoffs this year? Took him eight years, my boy. Took him eight years. Chill out. Boy, I'm not you, Paul. I'm my not boy, you. My boy spent eight years trying to figure out how to get here. Cut him some slack, man. All right, man. Who'd you beat for your first title, Ryan? What, for the championship? First championship. Well, in this league, it was, it was you, wasn't it? Like, yeah. All right, yeah. man. Next up, next up. Are you guys ready? You guys want to know what happened in um in uh what is this called? DraftKings. Yeah, man, how we do? <laughs> man, we did not do good at all. I'm, gonna... I'm out. I'm out. My kids are my help. I'm out. Peace out. All right, bro. This guy comes and goes just like that, huh? That's it, man. Hold on real quick. Let me, uh, while I'm getting this together, um, we did horrible. We did completely horrible. Like, like, like bad, huh? we, we came in like 5,000 or something like that. Damn. <laughs> we, yeah, so in the last seven days, um, I'm trying to bring it all up right now. So give me one second. My fault, my fault. We had, you, anybody want to guess the points? We had at least 100, right? You want to guess again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had at least I didn't, I didn't see the roster you guys picked. Oh, man, Ryan. I don't know what we were thinking. I mean, we had five of us over there. Yeah, we had the, that was the five-man show. Yeah, no. I, I take, a, take one more guess, bro. We had like... Uh, man, um, 83 Nope. We're not even the 80s? Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> Yikes. Nope. 70s? Nope. All right. Tell you what. We hey, we get, we had Pat Mahomes. So uh, <laughs> okay. what could go wrong? I, I know that you guys can't see it, but the stream can see it. So I'm going to just say like this. We had six people. With the little snowflake, man. Ice cold, man. Let's just put, we can just put one big snowflake on our DraftKings right now, man. Like, that, that's it. We scored 62.10 points. I think that's an all-time low. Yeah, yeah. Damien did get close with 67, but... Man. 
Yikes, man. You thought you would think it'd be easier. Miles, <laughs> never picking Miles Sanders again. Jarek McKinnon didn't have himself a good game. He had he he had 2.5 points. T. Higgins, 5.8. A.J. Brown had an ice-cold day, so nobody's talking about that. 22, uh, 22 yards on three receptions. He had, hit like, 5.2 points. Um, Zay Jones did good for us, 13. Uh, Evan Ingram had eight. Ayuk, ice-cold, 4.6. And then the Giants with the negative three. I don't know what we were thinking with that. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking, but you know, I don't want to see this no more. Let's never talk about that. That never happened. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> Let's just. Uh, that sounds dreadful. <laughs> yeah, that that is the worst we have ever done on this pod, man. All those, all those superstars and jeez, nothing to show for. Nothing. So it looks yeah. What's crazy is is that, I mean, shoot, like I like the roster. I think it just so happened that every single game you, you had the secondary guy, that was you know it was Chase, it was Devonta Smith, it, you know like other just other guys. Yeah. All right. So, the entries they the entries were higher. So that entry was one fifty. So the next the. This um. And uh. Damien wants to know, was Diggs covering Ayuk? Um, to be from where I where I was sitting, I nah. I don't think so. Uh, this next entry though is going to be a hundred dollars. Our balance right now is one twenty five, so we're good to go still. But a hundred k or no, you want to do fifty k to first? That sound good to you guys? At least we get all we get. There's only a, what it's all all on Sunday, so we can pick anyone we want, right? Yeah. <laughs> so a hundred dollars, we doing fifty k to first. Uh, Joe start, Burrow. Start thinking quarterback. Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts, man. I will not pick him. You're not. We're not going Jalen Hurts on this game. Come on, man. Jalen Hurts. We're going Joe Burrow. Opponent rank is twenty eighth. We just said that Joe Burrow was going to ball out. We said that he's going to have the, the most touchdowns. All right. Well, I need a stack. I need I need, uh, I need Jamar Chase. Uh, you're coming in hot. I like what you're talking about, man. All right. We got, we got the stack. Look at the correlation. I got to let Ryan with the correlation pick. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't see the price. Actually, let me pull my boy's gonna stay pistachio, and then like, uh, yeah, yeah. Darius Tony maybe. I don't. Uh. So we got thirty-five-six right now, man. Um, pistachio, pistachio. He's gotta be one of the cheaper backs. Pistachio's fifty-three. I kind of like Elijah Mitchell to be honest. If he if he plays. Um, Mitchell, Melvin Gordon, where is he at? Is, I don't know. Is somebody he, pick him up? Yeah, because I see his name on here. Is he with Cincinnati? I'm gonna just click his name real quick. He's with Kansas City. <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember reading anything about that. Um, but. 
we can go with Pacheco. I'm gonna put Pacheco on here. Uh, tight end, Georgie. Oh, you don't like that, Dallas Godert? No, I don't like yeah. that. Who's on the other side? Kelsey, probably too much. Kelsey's way too much. Hayden Hurst. Hayden <laughs> Hurst. Yikes. Actually, I think I think I like I like Kittle. Kittle's fifty-two. Yeah, still Kittle. What defense y'all want to go with? Uh, it's got to be San Francisco or Philly, right? Yeah. Frisco's 3K. We can go with Frisco. We went with them one time, and they actually did really, really well for us. All right, let's do it. Wide receiver, man. Let's, uh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, Damien. Uh, Kelsey is too damn much. Kadarius by AJ, Tony by AJ Brown. We somebody did did say that. I think Ryan did call out Kadarius Tony being the. Uh, yeah, I, I like him. So and he's thirty seven, man. Um, you guys like uh. You guys like Devonta, or do you like AJ Brown? It's almost like a coin flip, almost, man. Let's go. Let's go get another running back. Let's go get another running back. You like CMC, or do you guys like uh, Elijah? I don't trust. I don't trust Philly's uh, running backs this weekend. Miles Sanders. Come on, bro. Look at what he just did for us. He's losing that starting spot. Ain't no way, boy. Who, uh, what about, uh, Ain't what about, uh, no way, Samaj, boy. P. Ryan's been playing a lot, too. Yeah. So I, I put a lineup together real quick. I went with uh, Joe Burrow, Isaiah Pacheco, Samaj P. Ryan, Jamar Chase, Devo Samuel, Darius Tony, George Kittle, and then in the flex, my favorite son, Christian McCaffrey, and the Niners defense. I like that. I actually like that one, man. So Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah. Samaj. Yeah, he's been splitting workload, man. With uh, yeah, dude, if you look at his receiving, let me check his. Have yeah. right here. I he's think this numbers. is this is the one. You know why this is the one? Because Ryan called it out. <laughs> you know, champion championship duties, bro. Pre it's, got, it's got my favorite son. Clap it up. <laughs> Clap it up. So all right, Joey yep. Burrow. Isaiah Pistachio, Samaje Pirine, Jamar Chase, Tony, Samuel, Georgie, CMC, and the 49ers defense. That's a fire lineup. Only if we can get that like like in the regular season, you know what I'm saying? I like Samaje, man. I mean, he's playing a lot, like Ryan said. So we're entering this right now for $100. Yeah, Damien says, whatever Ryan says, you better go. I agree wholeheartedly, sir. We answering this, man. Uh, bring on the money. Yeah, that lineup sounds hella good, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, all right, y'all. Uh, Two-time blockbuster fantasy champion. Ooh, yes, sir. The man, the myth, the legend. Purple Cobras. 
Does my head still fit on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Take this back, man. Boom, put this up real quick. Um, You know what I'm going to do, you guys? I'm going to go use the restroom real quick. I got this up real fast. But what are we talking about right now? Draft order picks 19 through 28, man. Um, Paul, take it away. I'll be right back, though. Yeah, man. I guess... Well, we were, uh, <clears throat> George's away, Ryan. This, I know we left off, I think it was like two weeks ago. We'll just pick it up where we left off. Uh, at number 19, comes in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Dude, they need a whole lot of work. Well, what do you think? Where, where, where do you think they're going? So I think the odds-on favorite is that Brady leaves, right? So they're going to be without a quarterback. Oh, man. They're probably, I mean, I mean, at 19, my guess, they're going to either go like O-line or they're going to they'll, they'll bolster the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Brady, I don't think Brady comes back. I think there's too many other teams that are going to try and pull him away there. And I don't think Brady's going to want to stay after a season like that. So in my mind, I'm already thinking um, Brady's gone. So of course, yeah, maybe they find another quarterback to come in there. But I think they got to go back to, you know, why Brady came there. I mean, they had great defense, right? The defense kind of slipped. Through. I think there are a couple of, I think there are a couple of pieces away from getting back to a dominant defense. Their linebackers still. I mean, Devin White out there, he's still playing good. I mean, the defense just didn't show up this year, man. I mean, there was they almost looked the same. If they can get if if they can get that a couple of pieces there, they can. They can uh, boost that defense and and get back to you know playing championship level defense, like when they won a Super Bowl. So for me, Tampa Bay's got to do something on defense, maybe secondary, or maybe defense, maybe something on the defensive end. Yeah, you called it. I'm looking at NFL.com uh, mock draft for 2023, and they got Tampa Bay taking a linebacker. No, see, I wasn't. Th- I was thinking. I was thinking maybe a corner or something, but I think defense is where they got to go. And and they've oh, Tampa Bay's always been about that defense. Yeah. So secretly, I'm. I don't. I don't think this would happen. But man, would it? Wouldn't it be cool if like Jameis Winston could go back to the Bucks? <laughs> hey man, why? Why not, man? Yeah. Why not? You, you never cool. know, man. They're in that spot. It'd be good so. for everybody. Jameis. Jameis Winston, huh? Famous Jameis. So who do you guys pick? What was your guys' uh? I I was just thinking Tampa Bay was gonna do something on the defense. I was thinking more defense, uh, defensive end or. Or um or a corner or something, but it, uh, Ryan says it has them taking a, a linebacker. Says okay, what do you think they do with the quarterback position? I think they find a temporary fix, man. I I, I don't think Brady's coming back. Did they didn't they draft a quarterback last year? I thought they got like a like a rookie quarterback or somebody. Maybe maybe I'm thinking of a different team. Yeah, I don't think there's anything behind that. Uh, anybody behind him? Derek Carr to the Bucks. Hey, we could we could say Derek Carr to any of these teams because <laughs> Derek Carr's Derek Carr is gonna find a home real quick. <laughs> we have a feeling. So whatever it is, hopefully we get something good for it. Um, we can move on. Let's. Uh, what do you think, George? Still defense for them too, or what? Oh yeah, Tampa Bay most likely. Yeah, yeah. Eight and nine, bro. Yeah, I know they need. <laughs> they get they got to get back to that. Shed. 
championship level defense. Uh, moving on, Seattle Seahawks number at, at number twenty nine and eight. Uh, took that loss to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I don't know. I'm probably an O line man. Offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You know, get uh more uh some some more pass protection for uh Gino. Open up some holes for uh, Ken Walker. I would think maybe I don't know if Tyler Lockett's coming back I and mean, receiver wise and tight ends. Okay. I don't know their tight end they really mess with. I'm trying to think of the offensive side of the football. Ken Walker's okay. Okay. Um, he's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I I think you go defense again, man. Seattle's defensive team, man. I I I see them. Same thing. Pete Carroll getting back to what got what made that team special was their defense, man. I'm I'm going back to back defensive pick picture. I think secondary safety or something. Okay. Yeah, that's that's where I was leaning to was that they would go you know towards the defensive side. Um, yeah, looking at the mock draft, they haven't taken a wide receiver, Jackson Smith. Um, yeah, I can't pronounce the last name. Is that because Tyler Lockett? Yeah, Lockett. Uh, it looks like uh, D Man in the chat even says uh, Lockett's a free agent. So I yeah, that's, that, I th- or uh, did he question it? Yeah, I I think he is. Um, but yeah, that that makes sense. You know, you got Metcalf on the other side. That's why I was thinking offense because you know you do want Gino to have all the tools he needs to be able to succeed. But if he's still there, then you go defense. But I say, uh, I say. Offense, if you need it, and the next, and the next pick's kind of questionable. So, or I didn't, I didn't know anything about it until like last week. I didn't follow it. Did you guys hear anything about Miami forfeiting that uh their number twenty one pick in the draft? I did not. So what, what is going yeah, on with I, that? I heard about it beginning of the season. Yeah, so they, it was, uh, it was kind of light for me. Go ahead, Ryan. What, what do you know about it? Yeah, because um, do you guys remember early? I think it was like. A little over a year ago, there was allegations that came out that they, um, the ownership told uh, Brian Flores, their previous coach, to they were offering him like $100,000 a game to lead. They, they were, you know, trying to bribe him pretty much to, to blow the games. And uh, and that season, like, I think they, I think Brian Flores had him like over 500 or something like that. So it was like a direct retaliation against ownership. And so they fired him, and then he filed a lawsuit against Miami Dolphins because of the the allegations of what they were offering him. And then it was like a like a wrongful termination suit and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. that's and crazy! Then on, and then on top of all that, Brian Flores was interviewing for all these head coaching jobs. And if you guys remember, he got a text message from Bill Belichick saying, "Congratulations, Brian." And then, he, and then he texts like two minutes later. Oh, sorry, it's the wrong Brian. Meant to send it to Brian Dable. It's a whole bunch of like good old boy stuff going on in the background. That's horrible. So it says that they lost their their first round for this year, uh, a third round for next year, and they just were fined one what, one point five million for all just for all that. That's kind of a, that's kind of a harsh uh, punishment to lose a first round pick, man. But they were they were trying to throw games though. I, I mean, it makes sense. Oh, I do remember that then. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Oh, uh, real quick, just so you guys know, Tyler Lockett is still under contract. He uh, signed a four-year extension on April tw on April second of twenty twenty-one. His extension is worth sixty-nine million dollars, um, with twenty-four million guaranteed at signing, and there's thirty-seven million in total guarantees. Man, so yeah, you, you don't need to go receiver there. You got to go defense, man, for Seattle. I agree. Yeah. Well, so. We don't have we don't have uh, the twenty first pick in the so draft. So what this happens year. with that? So there's no twenty first at all. It's just forfeited. So everybody after that gets to move up one slot. How about mm -hmm. that? <laughs> so that brings us to the next uh, our next pick, the the Los Angeles Chargers get to move up one slot. <laughs> so Los Angeles at uh, ten and seven. Uh, they had a great they had a great run. Got to the playoffs. What do they need? Offense. They, uh, need they need uh, offensive line help for sure, man. They need help up front. Look, Justin Herbert was under pressure way too much. I mean, they need help everywhere, to be honest. They need defense, and they need to, they need to beef up that O-line. Um, obviously, the receiver core is one of the top. You got Josh. Quite healthy. When help, well, I mean, even even without Mike Williams and, and and Keenan Allen, look at what they were able to do with uh, Joshua Palmer and uh, I forgot the other guy's name, um, but and Everett and Everett. I mean, you know, like I said, Herbert brought those guys up, and you know they uh, they handled business. Um, Eckler obviously he's getting a little older. He didn't have a thousand yard rushing uh, season, but you can still count on him to come out the backfield um catch passes um but i feel like their defense for sure that the only bright light on defense for the chargers is uh asante samuel jr one of my favorite players by far this season like man what he did against the jags in that that first half like he was balling out of control and he was doing that all season like i i, I was talking about him a lot this season man so asante besides that they i don't they just need major help About you, Ryan. Yeah, LA's a tough one. I, I mean, I agree. They, they kind of need help all over the place. They, um, if I don't, if I remember right, not this season, but last season coming in, they had like one of the top-rated O lines in the league. And if I think I remember right, this season, uh, their number one guy on the line, Slater, was out for a good portion of the season. So getting him back healthy, I think, is going to play a huge factor. Um. But it's just offense, dude. Like, they, they had so many injuries at wide receiver this year. You know, losing Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, like, on and off through the season, just, it, you know, it just it doesn't help at all. Another thing, too, um, I know that they were trying really hard to not run Austin Eckler into the ground. So they were trying to mix in other backs like Josh Kelly. They have Spiller, the rookie from this year. Um, it's going to be tough. I, you know, I think they'll probably go for something on the offensive end, whether it's going to be, you know, a receiver or um, a running back or something like that. And speaking of that, of running backs, we're going to talk about this guy again for a minute. Um, but NFL.com has Dejon Robinson mocked for the Chargers. You saying he's going everywhere now, Ryan? Oh, that's from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the other wide receiver I was thinking was DeAndre Carter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, DeAndre Carter's right. Yeah, if Robinson was to go to the Chargers, I mean, I mean that's going to tank 
Austin Eckler's value fan for fantasy purposes. I don't think he goes that low. I mean, I think he goes higher than that. I think there's a a team that's gonna they're gonna see him on the board and they're gonna they're gonna pull the trigger on him. What how do you think the season affects Eckler going into fantasy drafts next year? I mean, with how I mean he he did produce a little he did produce a little bit, but I mean yeah, he's he was still the top. Low... He's still top running back, wasn't he? He was number one, yeah. But he was the lowest scoring number one running back in like the last, I don't know, twenty years or something. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, less than twenty points a game. Um, I think I think he's a top two running back. I think CMC will go ahead of him, and then it'll be Austin Eckler. Okay. Personally. He's just so it's just consistent though for him though, man. You know. He, you're choosing Austin Eckler. You're like, look at the guys who took uh, Jonathan Taylor number one, expecting all that. I mean, if you're if you're looking for, I, I'm in the top three picks, and I want to make sure I hit on it. I'm taking Austin Eckler, right? Showing the consistency. Yeah, but like I said, I do think they want to scale his workload back. But yeah, and he, I mean, he, the guy is a workhorse, man. Like, I think this season it was a product of just he had nobody good behind him. So I would expect, like, the Chargers draft a running back. I would expect them to go out and try to get somebody to help. Like a, like a, some type of change of pace. Like, they yeah. probably want to try to get back to, like, when they had Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, like that yeah. two-man combo. Yeah. Back uh, when Gordon was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty killer combo when they had it. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, no, they're, they're hurting. For, I mean, but for fantasy, yeah, Eckler, to me, I haven't finished my rankings yet, but he's probably going to be in the top five. Okay. Yeah, I think I think L.A. goes. It's either two two ways they go. I think they go either offensive line or they go with a linebacker because they couldn't – I mean, they, their defensive pass rush was – I mean, some games it was there, it was on point with Bosa and um, and Mac. But once they got – once – once the like running backs got past that, they had nobody in the middle to be able to stop the run sometimes. So they just got ran over some games. I know Josh Jacobs ran over them like crazy. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they need a linebacker to shut that down. So I would think they need a linebacker. If they get a linebacker in with those two defensive ends, I think that helps out a lot. Um, so that would be big for them. Um, and that's it on the Chargers. Number 23, we got the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. Uh, Ryan, go ahead and start the Ravens off, man. Oh, man. I mean, the first question is... Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I, yeah, we're, all t- we're all thinking the same thing. I mean, they, they, gave, they gave Roman the boot, so, I mean... They gave my guy the boot? Yeah, they, well, he, he uh, stepped away. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, what I told my ex-girlfriend. yeah you know yeah i mean does does lamar jackson come back that's the big question uh dude i they gotta do something about that receiving core man it is garbage i mean demarcus robinson's our number one receiver i mean uh, well i take the back your number one receiver is mark andrews and then you got you know a patchwork of, of different receivers you got XFL players out there, man. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. Like, it's really like it's it's bottom. You know, I thought. I mean, I'd say the next worst is probably the Chicago Bears. Um, but yeah, they got they got to upgrade that passing game somehow, some way to get some more weapons. I know they have Rashad Bateman, 
So you'll get him back next season. But um, I don't think it would hurt to have like another passing option. Well, they need an actual throwing quarterback, though. He's solid enough to man to throw. He's got some dimes on him once in a while. I think he's all right. You think so? Talking about the, isn't he a two-time MVP? You think you think he uh, gets paid? I think he gets franchise tagged, and he has to stay. And just like Ryan says, they they have to draft a receiver here. I think they do this all the time. I think they try to draft, and they're always around this area in the draft, so they don't ever get a top ten receiver. They got to just kind of, you know, whatever the cards dealt to them in this area, and then they just pick like a Rashad Bateman or whoever's left over. You know what I mean? They're, they don't really get a high quality receiver. I mean, they they kind of miss on him. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying he's bad, but I mean, he's 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 no DK Metcalf. You're gonna get they got that's what they need. They need to hit like a DK Metcalf in the second round. That's what they need to do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know, Baltimore man. Yeah, no, they do need help on receiver, but <laughs> but for the first round, most likely they go defense. You know, Baltimore, it's the same as pretty much uh, Pittsburgh and all those other ones. They rely heavily on that defense, man. And I would see in the first round, because look at how low they are, 23rd. So, yeah, I would say defense first, and then, you know, second, third round, you're going to go get your wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, it's been proven. Uh, History shows Baltimore's always had a great defense. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Minnesota at number 24, 13 and four. We know what they need. What do you think, George? <laughs> I, I, I know, I know you had, uh, I know you had the Vikings defense in fantasy for a while. So how, what do you think they need to draft? They need another receiver. They need, <laughs> they, <laughs> they need players to help me not get minus eight points, man. Uh, that defense, bro. They need super help. Um, I don't, yeah, I think somewhere on the defense, man, uh, on the defensive line, possibly, um, you know what I'm saying? At one time, I think this is in the 70s, man, they were referred to as the Purple People Eaters. They had the rawest defensive line in the NFL. I don't know if you guys know about that. What year? year? It's like 70-something, I believe. What year yeah. Yeah, you don't know about that. Uh, I've heard about it back in the day. The pur- been dead for a long time. The, the purple people eaters, man. They need to bring them back, man. They need to get that. They need to bolster up that defensive line, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah. Um, let's say they need to fight fire with fire to go more offense. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight's 50 50. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I agree with you guys. It's got to be defense. Um, look at, I mean, look at the mock draft. They haven't taken uh, a pick in the secondary. Uh, they fired okay. their defensive, uh, or their defensive coordinator is gone. So they got to retool the defense, man. Which is crazy because just a couple seasons ago they were they were pretty good, man, mm-hmm. and uh, they fell off quick. Yeah, yeah they got to go secondary. I missed the mock for you guys on, on the Ravens, too. They had the Ravens taking a quarterback just in case Jackson doesn't work out. You know, I was going to say quarterback, too. I was like, that was, I was just going to, but it was going to be like what Ryan's doing right now. I was going to just say quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah um, so, Minnesota, 
you build you got to build your defense from from inside out for me man you always got to start up i mean because if you're not getting pressure on that quarterback what's the point of having a great defensive back you know what i mean so uh, perfect example look at the niners man the niners i mean their secondary is okay i'm not saying they have the best corners in the league but they get they get enough done in the, with the front four that they got to put enough pressure on the quarterback to make a bad throw to make your corners look decent. Exactly. So that's exactly what the, what the Minnesota Vikings need to do. They need to start up front, get some beef in the middle, get some nice solid edge rushers, and then start working your way out. So they gotta they gotta do something on the defense. You line. you really like talking about beef in the middle, huh? Oh man, I like beef in the middle. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of I like a lot of beef on the taco, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in a second, yeah. <laughs> uh, move, moving on, guys. Moving on, we only got about four more four more teams left. Let's talk about our uh, divisional <laughs> divisional round losers. <laughs> First up, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars with one hell of a season they just pulled off. Um, man, Jacksonville. I mean, I don't think they need any help on. I don't think they need any help on the offensive side. Especially with Calvin Ridley coming in there after being suspended for a year, they got their running back. Uh, the receivers are set. The tight end, maybe that's another. They got to keep their tight end, uh, Evan Ingram. He's a, he was a, a one year deal. He played lights out for him towards, especially towards the end of the la- end of the year. Resurrected his career. They need they need to keep him. They need to somehow keep him and get him extended. And hey, put that put that pick into a uh, into the defense. Get. I know they got Secondary. Josh Allen on one side. I think they got. I think another defensive end. You got Josh Allen on one side, man. You get him enough. You get him some help on the other. That, whew, some man. more beef. You get some more beef up front. <laughs> Put a little bit more beef on that taco. You know when you crunch that taco, man. Woo! All meat. There we go, baby. All meat in that taco. Feel it. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, mean, I think I think they uh, they go get some secondary help, man. Yeah, nice call. Yeah, right off off the mark, man, going to the secondary. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, yeah, no, that's defense for sure, but you can just tell. They just need help out there. Uh, Next up, New York Giants, (laughs) 9-7-1. The worst playoff team. They They got manhandled by the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, they gave up, what, 38 points. But uh, they only put up seven. So, uh, I mean, Hodges played good at receiver for him for a little uh, for at the end. I mean, Ricky James, what's his name? Richie James? Yeah, Richie yeah. James. He played pretty solid. I mean, quarterback is the is the question for me, man. But you're kind of too late, and you know, at number twenty six, they could, for, but they could potentially uh trade up, make a trade, or make a trade, Derek Carr. I mean, he's always Jared Carr's name's been looming everywhere. No, I'm not. No, I'm saying trade up in the draft to go or trade or trade up in the draft. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I want to say, I want to say they're probably gonna go receiver help, man. I I I don't know why I'm thinking receiver here. Um, I don't know about Slayton. He's he's somewhat decent. They just there's just not enough star power other than Saquon Barkley. On that team, who else is on that offense? And we're not talking. And the quarter, even the what the quarterback's name, he's, he's it doesn't really. It's not, he's not it for me. I think it has to be offensive for me. 
they need to do something to score more points. Uh, so I'm saying something on offense for the Giants. Yeah, well, if Daniel Jones doesn't come back, man, I I would say they possibly might trade up, man, to go to go draft another quarterback. Um, that's just my thought, because uh, obviously they're gonna want to keep Saquon. They're not gonna want to overpay for for Daniel. He hasn't really been able to do anything for them. That they need major help everywhere, defense, offense. I mean, you just take your pick, man. But I possibly, man, I'm just thinking maybe it we that's probably the team that does do the trading. You there's always that one team, and I think this is the one. They go up, go get themselves a, a QB in the top ten, and go like this with Daniel and be like, Thank you for thank you for your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're a wild card. I don't I don't know. I kind of feel like Daniel Jones at the end of the season, they kind of used them like a kind of like a poor man's Josh Allen in a way with the rushing. It's, and, and it's like, messed up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's just, just not as good as Allen, but I mean, it, random. Run. To me, everything, everything kind of centers off of Brian Dable and their coach and the, and the way the off they run that offense. Um, I think the biggest need is at wide receiver. Slayton's not it. Sterling Shepard is good, but he's, he's kind of get past that age apex and he's hurt all the time. Um, the other guy's name, I'm already forgetting his name. Um, Slayton. Kenny Galladay. Oh, oh, I forgot he was over there too. Over, over pig. Yeah. Um, Galladay was a bust. They got Wondell Robinson who they drafted this year. Um, who's been injured a lot. Um, Isaiah Hodgins, we've been on, I've been on him for the last few weeks, but, I think he's good in more of like a secondary role. Um, they'll probably keep him around. So um, personally, I think they go after a wide receiver. If they don't draft one, I wouldn't be shocked if they trade for one. Go get yourself an alpha receiver. Um, looking at the mock draft, they haven't taken a receiver at pick 25. Yeah, man, that's exactly right. I thought they were going. Yeah, something offensive. They need, they need some firepower. Uh, number 27, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Go ahead, George. Take us take take off on that one. I don't know what they need. Uh, they need a running them running back, man. <laughs> I think they get a running back. You got you're gonna need to uh, help Tony Pollard out. I don't know what uh, with the whole Zeke situation with with Tony Pollard's situation being a free agent. I mean, uh, do they stick with Dak? I mean, there's a lot of questions. There's this team. Their defense is really good. Like it stepped up towards the end of the season. They are I mean, they got Parsons, Diggs, they you know what I'm saying? They uh, I think running back. I think I think Dallas goes running back. That's yeah, not a bad pick, man. Uh I like it. Um for me, I don't know, man. Uh they got enough they got enough wide receivers. I like the pick. I I would say a nice running back also, man. Uh, also, I think Schultz is on his last year too, so maybe look out for a tight end uh, if they can't if they can't bring him back too. So I know they rely on a tight end a lot. And, you think you know, he Jack, goes anywhere? Yeah. I don't know, man. They don't got money, man. <laughs> so you got to think about it. They got uh-huh. all this money in Zeke and they got all this money in Dak. So they got to find a way to trim some money around here. And, you know, Schultz is going to want want to get paid too. So, um Maybe a tight end or something. They got to, I think their defense is still solid. I think they keep, they keep everybody on the contract there. 
Yeah, I was going to say, um, I think they should go on the offensive side and get another receiver if they could next to CD, uh, mainly because Dalton Schultz, I don't, we don't know where he's going or what's going to happen on that front. Um, I feel like Michael Gallup was just a, mostly a disappointment this year. I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a lot of Cowboys games, but I, you know, just more of kind of the general consensus of what I read about him. It's just not too good. Um, I think it'd be nice if you get some, you know, secondary playmaker there. I like the pick with the running back too. They could absolutely use a running back if, you know, if they can get it. Um, looking at the mock draft, they have Dallas Cowboys going to the secondary, taking a cornerback. Wow. Never have enough defense, man. Oh. Let's see. All right, man. Let's get to this last pick, man. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Want to start us off, Ryan? Yeah, uh, man. I, this is the team where I wish Bajon Robinson would go. How many times are we gonna hear this name? <laughs> yeah, go to the Bills, man. They need a they need another playmaker bad. This, you know, we know Josh Allen is great. We know Stephon Diggs is great, but just everybody else is literally just falling off a cliff. Um. You know, no matter even you know even trying to bring back Cole Beasley, you still couldn't get it done. So you know, I think they need to go offensive side. They, I do have a little bit of faith in James Cook. I, I don't think they ran him quite enough. Like I think they might be better served kicking Singletary to the curb and going all James Cook. He's pretty pretty good, pretty explosive, good um, running you know running per attempt. Just a good overall back. I, I don't think they used him enough. So looking at the mock, they had the Bills going wide receiver. That's what I was going to say, wide receiver. I was going to say that, yeah. Dawson Knox still there. They, yeah, you're, you hit it right on, man. They need something. Running back, receiver, doesn't matter. Something that's got to help Josh Allen out and, and be successful there. Um, we know the defense can play well at times. I know they, they've led up uh, a couple of games where they kind of look like, hey, what happened to that defense? I mean, they, their defense is still good, but um, – you need you need Josh Allen. You need to take some pressure off Josh Allen, man. He's doing way too much. Um, and if you get a, if you establish that running game and hit that play action, or just get another wide receiver like another Diggs on the other side, it's it's it's, it's dangerous for that. Yeah, team. they need another big wide receiver, man. Big one, yeah. Possibly even slot. But man, that looks like uh, we hit everything today, gentlemen. But uh, yes, yeah, man. Before we before we get out of here, I got a couple things for for uh, people who listen, man. In a in a few weeks, we're gonna be moving from the Billy F. Gates channel, and we are going to the T I Y F Pod channel right here on Twitch. Um, so make sure that you go and follow the uh, T I Y F Pod um, Twitch channel for us. And um, I want to say in a couple weeks, in like three weeks, I think we're going to be moving over to that. In two weeks, uh, we will start um, being on YouTube. So we will be live on YouTube. We will be live right here on Twitch. Um, you'll also be able to watch, to, to rewatch here and over there on YouTube. Um, we're already out on all podcasting platforms. So you can go listen to us on Apple, Spotify, uh, Samsung, uh, RSS, whatever have you, whatever you guys want to listen to us on, we're there. So go check us out. Um, and also two weeks, all four, um, all four of us, me, Paul, Ryan, and Jose, we're going to be all together. 
what are you covering off season? All off season related football. Uh, we got free agency coming up. We got draft coming up, and we got um, during the summertime, Damien. We got a lot more fantasy football related uh, content. So we're gonna be doing player breakdowns. Um, we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff to help um, all you people. You know, try to win a championship like Ryan. Yeah, we'll be having a little bit of basketball talk after the Super Bowl. So it'll be still the same night, Thursdays, half uh, football, half basketball. So that is coming too. But remember, TIYF Pod um, on YouTube and TIYF Pod right here on Twitch. Make sure you go follow us over there and um, follow us on YouTube as well. Also, we're on Instagram at TIYF Pod. Um, Follow all the socials. I want to check out Ryan's RPM underscore 37 at Twitter. Uh, you got Paul PAV underscore. What is it, Paul? Can't hear you. <laughs> oh, PAVJ uh, underscore 18. Sorry about that. Underscore 18. He's at uh, Instagram and Twitter. Also, Billy F. Gates on Twitter and on Instagram, man. So... That's it for tonight's show. Thank you, everybody, hey, for... Hey, real quick, man. We got a shout-out to uh, oh, India, right? Man, man, man. Hold on. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on, man. shout-outs real quick, man. Yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. So, Before we go, well, Hey, man. while I'm doing this, make sure you go follow those, man. Remember that. TIYF pod, man. Um, on Twitch.tv and at YouTube. So, in two weeks, the YouTube one, we, we, we will all be together. And it's going to be a good show, man. Um... We got a lot. We got a lot for you. I think that's going to be our first all together in person podcast. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And I want to say big shouts out, big shouts out to our listeners out in Brussels, Belgium. Um, our listeners out there in Poon, India. I think I, I hope I'm saying this right. Um, we also we got. Our people out there in Tanzania and in Lagos, Nigeria. Thank you guys for listening to us, man. You guys, love, baby. you guys are dope, man. And um, please reach out to us. All our socials, comment. You know, uh, you can just reach out. Also, I think it's tiyfpod at gmail dot com. Um, email us, man. We'll respond back. And then I also dropped a link, man. If you guys want to. Uh, Help us with donations. The link is right there on the screen for you. It's HTTPS uh, colon forward slash forward slash streamlabs.com forward slash Billy F. Gates forward slash tip. You're just going to help us out with uh, growing this pod, man. But again, thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to everybody. Uh, Ryan, Paul, another great night. Um, But yeah, next week, same time, same great podcast. This is your boy, Billy F. Gates, man. We out. Peace.